Hello, beautiful people out there. It's your girl Hapsi today on um, Random Learnings with Hapsi. So um, I'm sure everybody is pretty much aware of the coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan um, district in China. It is indeed a very, very serious situation that has made everybody around pretty worried. Even people who are far away from China are very worried about this outbreak, basically because China is like the number one um, commerce center of the world and everybody buys stuff from China. China is always shipping to other countries. So people who conduct businesses from China or with China are pretty worried as to how their businesses would continue and how to continue the, um, or move forward was the way forward with this latest development. And that sprung up curiosity from your have seen the curious cat. And um, <laughs> so like, um, as I was wondering, because basically I also um, wanted to purchase an item from the popular um, online um, online store, AliExpress, and I kept on being worried as to, um, is that a wise decision to make with the current um, healthcare, um, the current outbreak of coronavirus in China? Should I hold on a bit? What should I do? And of course, the number one thing to do is Google search. And I literally went on Google and Google searched um, um, coronavirus and how coronavirus affects online shipment. And it led me to a few really, really um, helpful and informative articles that I felt I should definitely share with you because this uh, podcast channel is all about learning, right? So if I learned something, I definitely should share it with you guys. So today, um, coronavirus and online shipment. It led me to a few very, very, it led me to a lot of sites, but the ones I felt are really quite um, authentic are the sites or the articles I got from the World Health Organization website and also that from the AliExpress blog. I think these are two authentic places because basically we buy stuff from AliExpress and then who else do we trust with issues concerning our health if not the World Health Organization, right? Well, but then um, the third website is just a random website, not really random, but then what I read from them is pretty authentic too. It kind of relates to every other thing I saw on every other random um, blog. So theirs was basically very, very, um, well put together and um, summarized so in a, it was summarized in a very very good way that I liked and so I picked it so it is dailysabar.com so first in first when I went to the, into the um, internet to get information what did I come across um, the first thing was can coronavirus slip into your next order can it can it? Well, Daily Sabah has this to say. It says, the coronavirus is spreading rapidly and Chinese residents are not allowed to leave their cities anymore. However, shipments out of the country are not included in this quarantine considering the mass export of China, especially during, um, especially through online platforms such as Amazon and AliExpress. Many are concerned if the virus could end up in our doorsteps, as I am. I was basically very, very concerned about this. In summary of all that was said in this article, it says, um, there's a part that says, there is no research on this particular virus yet, as it is fairly new, but it's causing viruses, SARS and MARS, that's S-A-R-S and M-E-R-S viruses are proven to leave only for a few hours on the surface. Considering that a package from China will need at least two days to reach its destination. Now we're talking about a destination that is pretty very close to China. But we're talking about Nigeria now. It's going to take long, lots of days, weeks and even months sometimes, depending on what um, shipment um, who is handling your shipment, if it is the um, China um, Post or maybe EMS or others, yeah? So to, de to definitely take days to reach its destination, the transmission of the coronavirus is very unlikely because we all know that um, the change in temperature and weather um, affects how it can be transmitted or not. There has been rumors that coronavirus cannot last 
um, or cannot be active in a very, very hot um, weather temperature, hot weather um, conditions. Exactly. So we have this lady here in the same website. She says, um, okay, this is the, um, the director of the Center for Disease Controls, CDS Center for Immunization and Respiratory Diseases, Dr. Nancy Messonia. She said that due to poor survivability of this kind of viruses on surfaces, there is likely very low risk of spread from products or packaging that are shipped over a period of days or weeks at ambient temperatures. You see, basically, we have some of us have come across this on tweets or posts on social media. Now, this is the director of disease control telling us plainly. But in case you still have more doubts, let me go to the um, World Health Organization's page. Yep, I am there right now. And I'm going to click on the myth busters regarding the novel coronavirus 2019. And it says, um, the first question on the myth busters here is, is it safe to receive a letter or a package from China? Well, the answer is yes, capital. Y E S. Yes, it is safe. People receiving packages from China are not at risk. Oh my God, I'm really dancing right now. <laughs> okay, that let us just go continue. Yeah. So it says yes, it is safe. People receiving packages from China are not at risk of contracting the new virus. Yes, you are definitely not at risk of contracting the new coronavirus. I'm very excited right now. <laughs> So from previous analysis, we know, I'm still quoting the page, um, the World Health Organization page now. So from previous analysis, we know coronaviruses do not survive long on objects such as letters or packages. Okay, so now that has been kept aside. Now we are okay, right? Can I continue to go in? <laughs> Okay, and I might not go and make an order immediately until I get 100% certainty that things are going normal and I can trust what I'm getting from China. So, now let us go to um, AliExpress page. Is that it? Yeah, that is it. So, on the AliExpress page now, we have... Um, it, the article I came across is how to make an order on AliExpress during the coronavirus outbreak because um, this period has a whole lot of, lot of of activities on the AliExpress. They have the AliExpress platform that has, it has they have the, sorry, the New Year celebration to celebrate and that would definitely um, have increased a whole lot of sales and activity on AliExpress. So I guess that's the reason why they felt the need to put this um, article out there on their blog. So the, what I'm going to be reading now is how to make an order on AliExpress during the coronavirus outbreak. I am reading this article or I'm getting my intel and my information from AliExpressBlog.com. The number one thing they wrote here is in order to receive goods the most quickly, choose a shipment from the country you are in. You can choose the country at the stage of product search. I have definitely seen cases where when you're trying to put it out, you're trying to buy a product immediately or you're trying to put it in your cart, there's an option that allows you to choose um, which country you like the, the item to be shipped out of. Is it Spain? Is it France? Is it US? Is it Germany or China? So that's what they are telling you to literally do right now. Try and find that um, option and then click just in case you are uncertain and you're not you don't really trust that um, the coronavirus cannot be shipped, cannot be contacted from shipment. You still believe it can. So the safest thing for you to do here is maybe choose a different country that your item should be shipped out of. Then the second option here says you can use the option, choose the country, exactly the same thing, but this is more information. You can use the option, choose the country on the product page. If there is no option on the page, in this case, the product is shipped from China. During the coronavirus outbreak period, a lot of sellers have the 
China, in quote, bottom, inactive. It means that the delivery from China is not available at the moment. So they are also taking a step to ensure our safety. Kudos, AliExpress, we appreciate. But then I'm gonna find this out because it's one thing for you to say something, it's another thing for me to find out if it is true or not. So I'm gonna head to the AliExpress page and see if this information is very true. And definitely I'll come back with more info. So number three here is Pay attention to the quantity available of goods on the product page. There are delays in goods supply now because many factories are closed and also logistics work just as poorly. The more goods in stock, the better it is for the buyer. Okay, this is, I think, basic. basically you can understand this now. Yeah, so number four is send a message to the seller asking if he is able to fulfill the order right i basically think you can only thing you can discuss with your seller is to find out in case, in case you're not sure you can ask because there are some goods i noticed that does not give you the um option of choosing a location that you want it to be shipped out of so the best thing to do i think is to just message the seller and confirm where they are what's their location are they shipping from china from russia from wherever then you find that out and then you can make your decision from there number five is check the seller's location and also his business information if the seller is located in wuhan city then it will be complicated to make purchases in that seller's store wuhan in china in Chinese language, it looks like, um, okay, they gave us some Chinese alphabet as to how to locate in case maybe it's not written in English, how the location might be written in Chinese alphabets. Okay, um, that's pretty much. So, but they went ahead to also quote at the end of their article, they went ahead to quote, um, okay, they are quoting the World Health Organization's tweets. Um, and with a question, is it safe to receive a letter or a package from China? And definitely what I read to you earlier, in the end, they, they go back to say, the World Health Organization, WHO in bracket, said it is safe to receive a letter or a package from China. And yeah, so I guess pretty much you've heard it from AliExpress and from the World Health Organization. So now you got, you, I think we've gotten that off our chest. What else should we do? Let us definitely go to read about preventive measures, okay? And I'm back to the World Health Organization page and I'm going to read out basic, um, the basic protective measures against the new coronavirus. Now, I know I am in Nigeria and there hasn't been any information of a breakout in Nigeria, but then you can never be too safe or over safe or overprotective, right? Good. So, number one here is wash your hands frequently, yes. Wash your hands frequently with soap and water or use an alcohol-based hand rub if your hands are not visibly dirty. Washing your hands with soap and water or using alcohol-based hand rub eliminates the virus if it is on your hands. Any virus at all, not even the coronavirus, it could be a simple, a simple um, germ that could maybe cause cough or cold, but then for the simple fact that you used soap and water or an alcohol-based hand wash or hand scrub, that would make you safe then the other one here we have is practice respiratory hygiene when coughing and sneezing cover your mouth and nose with flexed elbow or tissue discard tissue immediately into a closed bin and clean your hands with alcohol-based hand rub or soap all right so um Covering your mouth and nose when coughing and sneezing prevents the spread of germs and viruses. If you sneeze or cough into your hands, you may contaminate objects or hold people that you touch. So instead of using your hand to cover your nose and mouth, you put your face in the arc of your elbow. Then maintain social distancing, maintaining at least one meter distance between yourself and people, particularly those who are coughing, sneezing, and have a fever. Then avoid touching eyes, nose, and mouth. Hands um, touch many surfaces. We all know it's the number one contact to germs. 
um, and way of spreading germ as well. So this can be contaminated with virus. If you touch your eyes, nose or mouth with your contaminated hands, you can transfer the virus from the surface to yourself. So be careful. Then if you have a fever, cough, difficulty breathing, seeking, seek medical care immediately. Tell your healthcare provider if you have traveled to any area in China where the 2019 coronavirus has been reported or if you have been in close contact with someone who has traveled from China and has respiratory symptoms. Do not keep any information from your medical health practitioner. It's not safe it's not good make sure you're as open as ever to your health care provider okay so that you can be helped yeah so um, if you have mild respiratory symptoms and no travel history to or within China if you have mild respiratory um, things carefully practice basic respiratory and hand hygiene and stay home until you are recovered if possible okay so um, that's where I'll stop for now. I have other things to go to. I'm pretty happy we have answered my own personal questions and I've been able to get that off my chest and I know to go ahead and make my order. If you need, there are still more information on the World Health Organization's page. You can do well as to go there and find more information. And definitely if you have any more um, any tips you want to share with me, you want to make me learning something new, please do not feel shy and do not hesitate to drop your comments and send them to me either on Facebook, WhatsApp, wherever I am. Um, okay, just in case, Facebook is Hatset Abu Bakr Ochepa. Um, Instagram is um, Hafsi um, Insta, Hafsi underscore Insta, and on Twitter I am tweets underscore angel alright but then still you can drop a message or comment here on the anchor app so until I come again with more info as to the new things I am learning bye for now hello guys hi 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 Happy New Month! Yes, today happens to be the 1st of March. Uh, happy New Month! I pray the month brings so much wellness, good health and amazing opportunities, great success for everybody. Um, let me just go straight to the point. I'm so excited because I am well, I am healthy, as in we do not get to appreciate good health until we have, taste, until we have tasted ill health i'm speaking from experience some days back i was completely down i was completely down i cannot even begin to explain what my body felt as in what my body felt and how what i went through it was terrifying it was scary i was sick i was really really sick and it's funny because this is an Ill illness that affects um, children every now and then. Every time you visit the hospital, the children's hospital specifically, you find plenty of kids being diagnosed of tonsillitis. And I just began to wonder, how do these kids cope with this? These kids will be down with tonsillitis and they still go around playing. Here I am, a full-grown adult, having tonsillitis, and I felt like I was going to die. But thank God Almighty, I am well now. I am so happy, and I am going to make sure, by the goodness, by the grace of God, I'm going to make sure I abide by every good habit, every healthy habit that would help me to... Um, improve my immune system to boost my immune system so that i do not have to um experience that ever again i do not wish that what i experienced upon anyone not even my enemies <laughs> i don't think i have any enemies though but then i'm just saying so yes some days back i was down with tonsillitis a very very bad case of tonsillitis i had to do a whole lot of things to get myself back on track health wise and in the spirit or in the whole um it so happens that also at, it, it all happened at the peak of the whole coronavirus thingy coming into nigeria and well may god help us 
I just want to advise everybody not to be scared. Do not take advices that are not from trusted persons or from trusted sites that have not been verified. Anything you are not sure of, do not do to yourself, to your family, to anyone. Do not take advices. Do not jump into conclusion. Remember Ebola uh, and taking salt, baiting with salt water. Some people even consumed the salts. Please, we should not haste into taking drastic measures or drastic actions. We should be watchful. Go ahead, go uh, for, for now. All I can advise us to do is the basic um, um, things that have been advised uh, by the uh, Ministry of Health and World Health Organization, which is washing our hands regularly with soap, um, making sure we are all um, making sure that. Um, alcoholic-based um, hand sanitizers are handy. Uh, we always use those hand sanitizers and all those, the items, you know, do not sneeze out. Make sure you sneeze into the, the el- your elbow. I, I, I think I even mentioned these tips in my previous um, podcast on um, the sh- coronavirus, how it affects shipments from overseas, yeah? You should do make sure you listen to that um, podcast. I I made mention of a whole lot of tips on that. So the main topic of discuss today is um, okay now. So we know it's a known fact that coronavirus at the moment does not have any cure at the moment. There is no cure for coronavirus. So what then do we do? What then do we do? Aside washing our hands and all those stuffs, what can we do? So now, because of what I just experienced with the flu and the tonsillitis, definitely I caught that infection, that tonsillitis, because maybe my immune system was a bit weak. It could not fight all that bacteria. So that's why it got me down. So in order not to get myself weak and sick with that again, I have to make sure that I take every action to boost my immune system. So I even bef- I've been reading, I discussed with my big sister and a few friends on what I can do to make sure that my immune system is on, is on point. She, my sister gave me a few tips, making sure, she said I, I should make sure I take um, lime water and ginger, maybe on empty stomach every morning or evening, I should make sure I'm, I'm always taking lime um, water and ginger. That was a tip from my big sister. It has worked for her. It has worked for her and a few family members. So she advised that I do that regularly. You can Google search on that and try and see if it will work for you. Another thing that I have been, I used to do in the past and I stopped. And I realized while I was doing that back then, I hardly caught the flu or things like that was i always my dad actually recommended that for me because back then when i was in the university i always had the flu so he suggested that i always consumed garlic he said if i didn't want it to to smell i should make sure i swallow them maybe at night you know so since at night i'm not going to meet anybody so i i wouldn't uh, have the fear of having um to ooze of <laughs> garlic smell and all that so i used to do that very regularly before I, I would chop garlic and i would swallow them before going to bed and then i stopped so i think i'm going to go back to doing that again so after that i now realized i, I got into reading and i realized okay um if your immune system uh, it, i read it on a site and i think it's authentic that coronavirus actually affects a particular age group that is the elderly who are really really weak their immune system is weak but people who are quite young and agile have low um, percent there's a lower risk of them catching the virus and even when they do get the virus there there's a higher chance of them recovering from the virus so even though you are a young person what can you do to make sure that you help yourself from getting this infection this virus do stuff that would improve your immune system what are the stuff what are, what are the things you consume so it, get, it got me to researching and reading. So definitely the first thing that you should make sure you consume more often now is garlic. Garlic is one of the things Garlic is one of the things that actually um, helps to boost our immune system. 
okay um, so let me just go by the few things that I read or a few um, immune boosters foods that are good immune system boosters that we have the citrus fruits we have bell peppers broccoli garlic ginger spinach yogurt almonds turmeric green tea papaya kiwi poultry sunflower seeds shellfish and then there are a whole lot of others um, citrus fruits mainly uh, grapefruits oranges tangerines lemons limes and the likes okay we have a whole lot of there's a whole high um, vitamin C intake from this um, fruits so try and consume more of this uh, citrus fruits now more than ever do not abuse it do not abuse vitamin C please I'm just trying to tell you that you can boost your immune system by consuming more citrus fruits now. Second, red bell, um, bell peppers. You can get that from either your red bell peppers or your green bell peppers. It also is also high in vitamin C. Okay, um, you can get a whole good carotene um, in that, which helps keep your eyes and skin healthy as well so the second one here is broccoli the third one sorry is broccoli so um broccoli yeah we all know broccoli right we all know broccoli try some people do not like consuming broccoli i do not know why kids especially they do not like broccoli please try and eat a few you can choose a, a few some days of the week to um, dedicate it into eating vegetables and fruits all right it could help we really need to put and um, put and um, put that into our diet then for number four everybody hates it but I do not hate it garlic garlic is really really good garlic is found in almost every cuisine in the world it adds um, a little zinc to your food and that's why I like it a lot that's this amazing aroma it adds to our food um, even the earlier civilizations recognized its value in fighting infections according to the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health garlic may also help lower blood pressure and slow down hardening of the of the arteries so um garlics yeah garlics they are good immune boosting properties in garlic so take garlic eat garlic eat garlic eat garlic then number five is ginger ginger is another ingredient many people or um many people turn to after getting sick yes immediately you start coughing <laughs> the next thing is oh yeah boil ginger and drink the water <laughs> i'm guilty of that ginger may help decrease inflammation i took that uh, yes my sister said that it will help with my inflammation in the, my throat because my throat was madly inflamed so um yes it's good it helps decrease inflammation which can help reduce a sore throat you see and under inflammation oh i'm sorry i did not even tell you where i'm getting this information from i got this information from um healthline.com yeah healthline.com so yes that is ginger the next one here is spinach yeah spinach for sorry for speaking too much English effort that we use for effort we roll, <laughs> right? Yeah, spinach. Spinach made our list. Um, it's not just because it's rich in vitamin C, it's also packed with numerous antioxidants and better carotene, which may increase the infection fighting ability of our immune system. It is similar to broccoli. Spinach is healthiest when it's cooked as little as possible so that it's it, uh, it's able to retain its nutrients however light cooking enhances vitamin a and allows other nutrients to be released from um ozalic acid yogurt look for yogurts that have live and active cultures now live and active cultures if you understand the process of making yogurt you know that there's a whole lot of fermentation yeah fermentation process involved in making yogurt so you do not want to get a yogurt that has lost all that um, property okay so you can look for greek yogurt and i also find, found out that um, unsweetened yogurt to have a whole lot of that um, those properties that we are looking for 
okay you do not want to get a yogurt that has been overly processed all right you see some yogurts they look like milk you pour them and they just pour up here like that i'm like this is not yogurt anymore yogurt is supposed to be thick and you can really test the zinc in it when you taste it so um you can actually and if, if when i see unsweetened yogurt now a lot of you would frown those who have sweet suits i do too so what i do well what, what we do in my house is we try to consume unsweetened yogurt a lot but we take it more in a parfait we take it like a parfait where we put all the nuts and and, and berries and the likes and i add an extra um honey when i need it to be very very sweet i add a little bit of honey into it just so i know okay i'm taking good sugar a good sweetness okay yeah so yogurt can also be a great source of vitamin d so try to select brands fortified with vitamin d i'll not really advise anybody to go for anything that has been labeled with added vitamins I, that's just over processing look for brands that you can really trace their farms i think that's another good advice i'm giving you for my own personal uh yeah so number eight here is almonds almonds we all know almonds yeah almonds when it comes to preventing and fighting off colds vitamin e tends to take a back seat to vitamin c however vitamin e is key to a healthy immune system it's a fat soluble vitamin meaning it requires the presence of fat to be absorbed properly nuts such as almonds are packed with vitamin and also have healthy fats um Half a cup serving, which is about four to six whole shelled almonds, provides nearly 100% of the recommended daily almond of vitamin amount. Sorry, of vitamin E. See, then number nine, we all know if you watch Z World, you, you understand that they used to merit water and milk to solve almost everything. <laughs> if you watch Z World, so that's number nine, turmeric. Turmeric is good for a lot of things. They use turmeric for facials, for whatever. Turmeric. So you may know turmeric as a key ingredient in many um, curries. Exactly. It's not just in food, yeah? But this bright yellow bitter spice has also been used for years as an anti-inflammatory in treating both um, osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis you can also research more on that research shows that high concentrations of um, curcumin which gives turmeric its distinctive color can help decrease exercise induced muscle damage so all that we need all that then green tea i'm sure all african mothers nowadays sing about taking green tea like my mother do uh, like my mother does both green tea and black teas are packed with flavonoids, flavonoids, a type of antioxidant where green tea really ex, um, excels is in its level of epi, uh, sorry, epigallocatechin. I hope I pronounced this right. Sorry, English is not my number one language. I'm Ebra. <laughs> So, or EGCG, yeah, I'll go with EGCG. It's another powerful antioxidant, basically. So, EGCG has been shown to enhance immune function. The fermentation process um, black tea goes through destroys a lot of EGCG. So, that's why people preach taking more green tea. Green tea, on the other hand, is steamed and not fermented. Do you understand? So, the EGCG is preserved. Green tea is also good. It's also a very good source of the amino acid L-theanine. L-theanine may aid in the production of germ-fighting compounds in your T cells. So, you are always treating sore throats or tonsillitis. Green tea. Me? I'm going to so drink green tea now. Eh? People see me taking green tea every day and I think it's because of weight loss. My dear, it's more than weight loss. Weight loss is number 10. Good health first, I beg. So number 11 is papaya. Papaya is another fruit loaded with vitamin C. You can find 224% of the daily recommended amount of vitamin C in a single papaya. Popo, sorry, in case I'm speaking too much English. Popo. Papayas, are also, um, papayas also have a digestive enzyme called papain that has anti-inflammatory effects. 
papayas have decent amounts of potassium, B vitamins, and folate, all which are beneficial to your overall health. So you can see papaya is the number one tea. It is the it is the obonge, it is the every every. It's popo pikonu. Number 12 here is kiwi. Kiwi. Well, I'm sure most of my Nigerians might not really like this. I don't really like it too, but we have to start taking it now because we really need to help ourselves. Kiwi is just like popo, so it has a whole lot of vitamins and nutrients. It's amazing. Number 13, poultry. I was really surprised when I saw poultry here. Poultry, like chicken, really? Oh my god, more reasons to eat chicken. Yay! When you are sick, chicken soup is more than just a feel-good food with um, a placebo effect. It helps improve symptoms of a cold and also helps protect you from getting sick in the first place. Poultry such as chicken and turkey, is high in vitamin B6. About 3 ounces of light turkey or chicken meat contains 40-50% to 50 of your daily recommended amount of B6. Vitamin B6 is an important player in many of the chemical reactions that happen in the body. It's also vital to the formation of new and healthy red blood cells, stock or broth made by boiling chicken bones contains gelatin ah this is really amazing i've read a whole lot about how gelatin helps the bones most especially people who are treating arthritis yes um a very good family member of ours talked to me about this some time back and we read a lot about how gelatin helps so this is even in more natural um gelatin interesting so wow i'm amazed here mm. So the all nutrients gotten from there is helpful for gut healing and, and immunity. Amazing. Number 14 here is sunflower seeds. Sunflower seeds are full of nutrients including phosphorus, magnesium, and vitamin B6. They are also incredible. They are incredibly high in vitamin E, a powerful, powerful, powerful antioxidant. Vitamin E is important in regulating and maintaining immune system function. Other foods with high amounts of vitamin E include avocados and dark leafy greens. Any leaf will look like green color for markets right now. Catch them, buy them, chop them. Cook them first though, but chop them. <laughs> Number 15 here is shellfish. Shellfish isn't what jumps to mind for many who are trying to boost their immune system, but some types of shellfish are packed with zinc. Zinc doesn't get as much attention as many other vitamins and minerals, but our bodies need it. So now you're looking about you're looking for um, shellfish where in Niger crab is too expensive. What can we do? Clams too expensive. Lobster too expensive. What can we do? Go to the market and look for all those big big um, how they call it now big big um, crayfish. Yeah, go to Ibo my women they have it. Those should be able to help us because immediately I saw this, I was like, hmm, money, money. So, yes, keep in mind that you don't want to have more than the daily recommended amount of zinc in your diet. So, auntie, uncle, do not go and abuse crayfish and crab and clams and lobster and mussels. So, for adults, men, it's 11 milligrams, and for women, it's 8 milligrams. Too much zinc can actually inhibit immune system function so it will even destroy all we are trying to build so be careful all right so healthline here gives us extra tips more ways to prevent the flu and boost our immune system variety is the key to proper nutrition eating just one of these foods won't be enough to help fight off the flu and eh, but we're looking to boost our immune system and not necessarily fight flu but yeah let us continue even if you eat it constantly, pay attention to serving sizes and recommended daily intake so that you don't get too much of a single vitamin and too little of others. So basically what they're trying to say here is eat right, eat healthy. The one thing my father always says is that as an adult, as a human being, when you are doing the right thing, you will know. When you are doing the bad thing, you will know. So also, if you are abusing a food or an item, you will know that you are overeating this thing. So use sense to eat well, right? 
that brings me to the end of this segment i'm sure a lot of you listening will be like huh half c sounds so excited today what is the issue believe me i am so excited and thankful to thankful because god has given me good health you guys will understand what i faced last two three days that's why i am so happy right now so i want you all to help me to thank god almighty for restoring my good health making me strong making me able to talk like this again i am grateful to god almighty so everybody out there stay safe do not worry do not be scared this is just a phase and i'm sure nigeria would pass this again just as we did ebola but for now for the time being make sure you pay attention to every health tip every health tip that is shared on authentic sites and be safe protect yourself and your family and friends may god be with all of us peace and have a blessed new month and a blessed new week ahead of us Bye. Hey guys, hi. A good day to you. I pray um, this message reaches you well. I pray you are fine. It is unfortunate the present situation um, in, around us, the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, it's really scary. Um, I'm sure everybody is aware that we have up to 22 cases recorded in Nigeria at the moment. Um, It is really scary, but then I also want to advise us to not panic and to not do anything we are unsure of, okay? Um, Just because of the news about um, chloroquine likely being a drug that can be used to tackle the virus, yesterday um, we went to the pharmacy to get some drugs and we found out that we didn't go to get chloroquine do not mistake me we went there to get vitamin c and some other medication for a sick relative and we found out that chloroquine in that pharmacy has is sold out completely can you imagine barely hours after the news has been passed nigerians are already tripping into pharmacies and purchasing the drug now let's not do that please let's not um as a result of trying to get us ourselves out of one situation push ourselves into another bigger situation do not abuse chloroquine if you guys can remember way back when chloroquine was one of the number one drugs used to treat malaria you can remember how so, so strong it was that when we were injected chloroquine, it causes itching. There, back then, there was this story about how it can make people run mad. That's because of how strong chloroquine is. So please, advise your family and friends, advise anybody you come across to not do anything in a hurry just because of fear. Okay? Let's just be watchful. Let's be mindful. We, we should just educate ourselves on things not to do and things to do so now here i am um i i recorded i'm sure everybody now is aware about how uh, much of a big role our immune system is playing or um, can be used to help us fight this battle our immune system is the only thing we can rely on 100 percent because they are literally our soldiers for this war right now so if you have an immune system that is top-notch is strong and very very capable then you are safe i would say that um but then you should still carry out things that will help you boost your immune system i recorded um, a podcast earlier on on things we can eat and do to help us have a good immune system so here i am now i'm recording this podcast um to share with us a few tips rather or to share with us things that we do that we engage in that we do not even know has a negative impact on our immune system so i am reading this from um, everydayhealth.com as you all know i try to read my um to get my facts from reliable sources so that i do not end up passing an information that is not accurate um everyday health is actually a very very good health um one of the number one good health websites out there um, and they are sharing this article say nine surprising ways you are weakening your immune system and um, it was written by Mary Elizabeth Dallas but medically reviewed by Lindsay McCollin 
she's a medical director at um i'll just read her profile real quick lindsay mccarlin md mph is an internal medicine specialist with extensive clinical experience in multiple practice settings dr mccarlin is a, um, a past medical director of both fee for and that is fee for service and community free clinics that is both paid for service and community free clinics she is a director and medical team leader for solar light for africa limited a non-profit group providing solar energy systems to health care facilities in africa and has led three medical assistance teams to uganda she graduated from eastern virginia medical school and completed postgraduate training at georgetown university she has a master's degree in public health from Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health with a concentration in infectious diseases and international health. She writes on and reviews a wide range of medical and public health issues. So yes, she's, um, she reviewed this article. So um, it should come as no surprise that washing your hands often being fully vaccinated, getting enough sleep, and eating a healthy diet are effective ways of protecting yourself against viruses and other germs. What you may not realize is that other factors in your, life, in your lifestyle could be compromising your body's ability to protect itself. That is, you might carry out all those good items now, eating right, washing your hands, and doing all the right things. But because of other bad habits that you engage in, it's like you're building a block and then you're destroying it at the same time, okay? One of those habits is stress. One of those things that actually um, weakens our immune system is stress. Number one, stress. Prolonged periods of intense stress can affect the immune system. According to the National Cancer Institution, stress makes the brain boost production of the hormone cortisol, which impairs the function of infection-fighting T-cells explains John Spangler, MD, a professor of family and community medicine at Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center in North Carolina. Getting support from friends, getting um, setting priorities straight, exercising regularly, and practicing relaxation techniques like yoga and tai chi can help ease stress, says the National Institute of Mental Health. So watch on your stress so that you do not burn out, okay? The next one here is loneliness. Feeling lonely could impair your immune system. According to a study published in the Journal of Neuro Neuroimmunology in December 2014, the research done on rats found that increased anxiety associated with loneliness leads to greater suppression of immune system and more oxidated, ox oxidative stress or damage caused by free radicals. So now I've realized that there are some people who might be going through this without unintentionally basically okay I don't think anybody intentionally wants to be lonely so if this is something beyond your control you do not know you just do not have people around you and there's nothing you can do about it I'll advise you use the internet actually the internet has come to help us in so many ways we can actually get ourselves out you can have a I remember the days of pen pals oh my god okay but then you can find a genuine friend on the internet that you can interact with once in a while to help ease that. But if you, are, if you happen to be somebody who is around family and friends, you are around people. But for some reasons unknown to you, you just find yourself being lonely. Then I'll advise you to try to speak with a clinical psychologist. The second tip here is sedentary lifestyle. Sedentary lifestyle. Over time, too much sitting and avoiding exercise can affect your body's ability to fight infection. According to a January 2012 study in the American Journal of Preventive Medicine, that is sitting down in one, on one place every, um, 24 hours and having little time where you actually move around and shake your body. And this is so unfortunate because, because the way um, our jobs are lately, that's the only way you can work. You find yourself sitting from morning till evening in front of the system, seated for hours. So if you are one whose job requires that you sit down in a place all around the clock, I advise you take breaks where you carry out a little exercise. There are some, there are some um, exercises I saw on the internet the other day 
as to um, how you can carry out some exercises even while being seated on your chair in the office you know just to stretch here and there it helps it helps a lot so let's do that regardless of age gender and other harmful habits like smoking and drinking a sedentary lifestyle is tied to an increased risk for premature death eventually inactivity can lead to an impaired immune system inflammation and other chronic diseases the study warns scheduling 30 minutes of regular exercise in your daily routine can help the this is um, the advice this now this could be basically just dancing um, carrying out one rigorous activity in the house maybe carrying taking care of a few chores or just something okay to move your body um, the next tip here is too much exercise you see less exercise can lead to um, a weakened immune system and here now the opposite of it too much exercise being a couch potato impairs your immune system but the opposite extreme can also take a toll too much strenuous exercise called overtraining syndrome can be debilitating for the body and make it more vulnerable to infection according to a december 2012 review in acta clinica curatica but a 2014 study suggests that regular moderate physical activity can make you less susceptible to viruses. Okay? The next one here is nicotine. Wait, before we go to the nicotine, back on that excessive exercise, I had an uncle, I had an uncle who actually passed away while um, while jogging. So I advise if you if you if you if you are at that phase where you really you are really caring about your health and you want to get involved in exercising please do so around go to the hospital first of all and ensure that and maybe talk with the doctor and let them know that, let, let, let them in on the kind of exercise you want to get involved in and when they run out a few tests on you and they find that you're clinically okay then they can advise Julie but if you don't even want to go to the stress of going to the hospital you just want to exercise I'll advise you do that in a professional gym where they actually have the instructors who would not put you on something that is beyond what your body can handle so if you are on the really really weighty side i advise you do not involve yourself in any rigorous exercise unsupervised you should have a coach do that on that disposition of a coach do not just take on the streets to jog alone without somebody supervising your activity okay when you're under a, a, a well-experienced professional coach they would carry out a few tests on you check your pulse rates your heartbeat and stuff before giving you some kind of exercises to do so the next thing here is nicotine. Whether you are smoking traditional cigarettes or excess or um, e-cigarettes, you are still being exposed to nicotine, which can be very harmful um, to your health and your immune system. Nicotine increases cortisol levels while reducing B cells antibody formations and T cells response to antigens, explains Dr. Spangler. Vapor from e-cigarettes could damage the lungs and make them more susceptible to infection, according to the results of a study on mice published in PLOS 1 in February 2015. The researchers cautioned that e-cigarettes are unsafe because their vapor contains free radicals that can cause airway inflammation and impaired responses to bacteria and viruses. Ultraviolet radiation right, is the next topic here. Now, this may not really affect Africans as much because we are already um, used to the nature of our weather. So this is basically um, rising levels of certain air pollutants are depleting the ozone layer, increasing the level of harmful ultraviolet UV radiation from the sun. This could lead to higher rates of skin cancer, cataracts and weakened immune systems according to the Environmental Protection Agency. So exposure to environmental UV rays could also affect the cells responsible for triggering immune responses. So basically, just be very, very watchful of how you, be very, very watchful of how you um, move around under the sun, basically, this is what it's telling you. But there are some people who do not really mind being under the sun because maybe they are they have a whole lot of melanin and they, have, they are used to it because they've been there all their lives. If you're such a person, okay. But then we should understand ourselves when we are under the sun. If you find out you, your body reacts a certain way when you're under the sun, then you should take precautionary measures. 
so that is all for for now um oh i'm sorry the last one here is diet and alcohol not really the last one here um i actually wanted to save the last one so i can talk more on it because i have experience in uh, um, based on personal experience so let me just talk about um alcohol and diet of course we all know that our diet is one of the most important um, things when you're talking about a healthy lifestyle so the things we eat and how we eat them and um, yeah basically okay or uh, we should know that obesity affects the immune system by reducing the number and function of white blood cells needed to fight infection this is according to may, a may 2012 review in proceedings of the national of the nutrition society so um diet i you need more on the on the kind of diet you should um, um adopt based on the fact that you're trying to boost your immune system the last podcast i made on ways we can boost our immune system really addresses that a lot this next the next one here is alcohol alcohol um we should know by now that alcohol does no good to us even as even you should, some people are going to think that because um the who has come to say that we should use only alcohol-based hand sanitizers they will think this is now a go-ahead an open door to consuming lots of alcohol and share if they say we should use alcohol to wash our hand if i should drink the alcohol now it means the virus will not enter my body now be please if you have this ideology if you have this mindset scratch it that's not the way forward even one bout of excessive drinking can reduce the immune system's response to invading pathogens this was said by spangler alcohol's major metabolite that is um acetaldehyde i hope i pronounced this right whatever though i'm not a medical practitioner you should look that up yes alcohol's major metabolite is likely it's more likely impairs um, ciliary function in the lungs making them more prone to bacterial and viral invasions he explains alcohol also impairs the process of attacking and breaking down bacteria and viruses he says and that puts people who abuse alcohol at higher risk for infection yes so be very very mindful this is not the time to consume alcohol basically unless you're using it in your hand sanitizer all right the last tip here is grief yes grieving as i when i read this i was surprised i was very very surprised but then i could understand why because if you have ever experienced grief you you understand how it puts you on a low so much you see you begin to you feel like your whole world is coming to an end and it's not just a feeling you literally believe it because your body and everything is like your body is shrinking that's what grief does to you it feels like you are it is like uh, it's like your body is tearing apart and there is a total or oh, no, there's a there's a paranormal activity going on in your body that you cannot explain so this article explains to us that a sudden or tragic event can weaken your body's immune response this is according to the NIMH. Losing a loved one, for example, can boost production of nerve chemicals and hormones that increase your risk for more frequent and severe viral infections, such as the flu, the agency says. Bereavement is associated with increased cortisol response and immune imbalance, according to, the, to a June 2012 review published in Dialogues in Clinical Neurosciences. So certain vaccines, including the flu shot, may be very less effective for those coping with profound loss, according to the NIMH. So if you are going through grief, and believe me, there are people who do not actually grieve just because of death. There are people who grieve because of maybe losing someone to heartbreak or divorce or something. So I'll, take, I'll advise you to take it a step at a time. Do not overwhelm yourself with the need to heal and become better and go back to your old self. Yes, healing and becoming better is beautiful. But you, there is no fast forward button on that. There is not a single way you can fast forward the process of grieving. Because everybody grieves differently. So you have to allow your body 
to go through it in the way it knows how to and if for some reason you begin to think or feel like you are grieving for too long and it is taking you too long to get back to your normal self then i advise you seek the help of a clinical psychologist all right so that's all i can share for now there are other beautiful topics and beautiful um, websites that really addresses other ways that our body or that other ways that we um are doing harm to our immune system i advise you go look that up and read up and also share some tips with me if there are other things you know that i have not addressed that you believe also contributes to our to weakening our immune system please i'm open to hearing that from you so this is bye for now be safe be very very safe out there protect yourself all right take care and god bless